This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Central.com. It is Friday morning, the sex talk with John Tissot, and I'm so pleased to have Tamar back. I'm so pleased to see you holding a light latex vagina well, in your hand. I do that lots, actually. <laughs> it sounds kinky. <laughs> and a really special guest that I'm really pleased to have in the studio, Simone. Good morning. Hi, guys. How do you feel about being here? Like I said, feeling quite open and exploratory. Mm. Um, I think there's a, a lot to discuss and endless possibilities. So let's get mm. started. Okay, so you mm-hmm. got to talk really close uh, to she the mic. Does. She does. She does. She does. Okay. I think the mic is a little bit excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's to catch up. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, radio, unscripted. And this morning, I have to tell you without a doubt, uncensored. So we are definitely this morning doing a master class in female pleasure. Uncensored yeah. but censoric. So very lots euphoric. 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 Mm. Ecstatic. Mm. Yeah. Blissful. That. All of that stuff. That. Okay, let's put that on and do this. Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish. Twitter bag. Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is Rabdophilia. Dirty dictionary word. Rabdophilia. Any ideas? Any earlier, I have no clue. I feel like any time I even try, unless I know some type of Latin, it's never going to pop into my head. Okay. And where's Pinterest? So I can figure okay. it out. Well, rhabdophilia, any clues? No. no. Rhabdo. It's like okay. There's no clue in the word whatsoever, okay. by okay. the way. <laughs> you either know this one or you don't. It's either right. rubbed, you know, something that is <laughs> rhabdo. Well, no. no. I mean, you're kind of in the ballpark. Okay. But actually not. Okay, not. So if you know what rhabdophilia is, WhatsApp us on 079-748-2090. We'd love to hear. If you have any questions about yonis, about the pleasure spots, the A spot, the U spot, the P spot, the G spot, the all sorts of other spots about we're Simone. going to talk about. About <laughs> Simone. We're happy to give information <laughs> about her. Certain types of information, <laughs> Tamara. Thank you. Thank you. We'll just clarify so, that and set some boundaries. I'm so glad. Boundaries are healthy things. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's an interesting idea. No boundaries whatsoever. Boundaries. Right. There we go. Mm, I'm not going there yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not um, managing. I'm not following that thought yet. Okay. Um, but any questions you have about female pleasure, um, oh, please yeah. message us. We would mm. love to hear from you. Um, mm, we'd love to tell you. So mm. I had some really interesting thoughts. I was having a discussion with a client this week. Um, and there was a really interesting moment of 
understanding how many of our pleasure experiences are out of choice and how many follow a pattern. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, really interesting. Mm. The pattern gives rise to the expectation of what the experience is going to be. So, first thing is, there's a criterion that we have put on a successful sexual experience, which is orgasm. That's the first thing. So, the limitation of that means we have decided as a society, culturally, in whatever way we have decided it, that if... Um, you don't have an orgasm, the experience is not successful. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Yep. Interesting thing about that is, depending on, on what kind of research you read, anywhere between 45 and 65 to 70% of women are not having regular orgasms. Absolutely. Which means that 45 to 75% of women are not experiencing successful sex, according to that definition. Mm. That's an incredible limitation. Second thing is... Um, and this came out during a really interesting TED Talk by one called Peggy Orenstein. And I've sent you the link, Tomas, so if you'll tweet it out, it would be fantastic. I did already. Cool. Thank you. And it's very much that one of the prime criteria that women and young women particularly judge their sexual experience is by their partner's pleasure and satisfaction, mm-hmm. not by their own. Shocking. That is true. Which is hectic. The third thing is that expectation of how an experience is going to be, of what it's going to feel like, of what it should look like, of what it should feel like, often determines what you do feel like. So when something is actually happening in your body, because we're disconnected from our bodies, because we don't understand the fullness of pleasure, the fullness of sensation, we actually don't know what we're experiencing because it's not what we think it should be. Or what we expect yep. to be. Mm-hmm. So, a fair amount of that is based on the media. It's based on porn of what you think an orgasm should be like, instead of understanding that in your body there are so many different sensations and so many different types of orgasmic pleasure. That if it's not what you think it should be, which is this <gasps> big explosion and, yeah. and moaning and groaning mm-hmm. and screaming mm-hmm. and all over the place and Hollywood-style fireworks. And porn style come all over the place. It's not an orgasm. Yeah. Or it's not what you think it should be. And that limits the experience enormously. It does. does. And I have learned something in the last two weeks about relationships that applies just as much to pleasure. That one of the most important factors in keeping a relationship going and alive and exciting and vibrant and the same thing applies to our pleasure and we've spoken about this tomorrow mm-hmm. night a lot is curiosity yeah. and to extend that into interest into fascination and the curiosity says there's a feeling there's a sensation there's an emotion let's follow it yeah let's see where let's it go goes to the journey. what it could become instead of no, this isn't what I think it should be. And so we're not going to the right place. That's it. Mm. Wow. So it means very much being present in your body, allowing yourself to feel something, connecting, noticing the feeling, seeing the feeling, and then following it. And, and trusting it. Yeah. It's a, such an indication. It's a sign. Yeah. Your body's saying something. Listen to it and go with it. That's it. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> 
It, it had to be surgically removed from the bowel, so it went all the way in and started moving its way. So, so a little detour. The very first rule about anything anal: make sure it's got a band or across as, the bottom. Or as Ben said, at least a key. What he said: a keychain. A keychain. <laughs> Some kind of a, a, an understanding where it ends and how it will suck itself in. Vaginas are quite safe. You can scoop it out. That's it. It can't go it anywhere can't go else. Anywhere else. There's a point at which it cannot go any further. So you want to put marbles <laughs> inside. You want to try all kind of different dildos and different toys. Great. But it won't go lost. Mm. Yeah. So really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, anytime you want to say anything. Ouch. <laughs> no. That, <laughs> Simone is a, I can see her. I can hear her thoughts. I can hear them, actually. Yeah, but this is about being on the radio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes, there's no telepathy here. No. No. It will be verbalized. There true. we go. Mm. That's what it is. So let's talk about, we said, Yoni's pleasure and orgasm. Yes. So the first thing that I want to do is talk about the pleasure spots mm. and how to find them and what you need to do to find them and then what you can do with them. Mm. So um, somewhere we have... We've got a little YouTube clip. Yeah, I already from, posted from it. Yeros Life. Mm-hmm. That's about it's a, an anatomy lesson and a little bit about finding the G spot. Yeah. Mm. So let's go back a step and say that one of the most important things is the understanding of the fact that a clitoris is like an iceberg, which means. There's stuff beneath the surface. Ah, most, most, of most of the 70% is beneath, is beneath the surface. <laughs> the surface. So there's a picture that we found, which is yeah. really interesting because until reasonably recently, the clitoral nerves were actually thought to be quite small. Mm. Iceberg. Yeah. So between the inner and outer lips of the yoni mm-hmm. are where these big nerve branches are that end in these really huge nerve clusters. Mm. And it's an area that a lot of people actually just ignore during sex. Well, they can't see it, so they're kind of so thinking. They think it's not there. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I can see her clit. I can feel that little bump that gets hard mm. when she gets turned on, which has how many nerve endings? Do we know, by the way? I think you said 8,000. About, about 8,000. That's a good student right there. <laughs> that are devoted to one purpose only, which is pleasure. That to me, I think that's the most fascinating thing, and I don't understand why we're not taught about this. Well, there's a fascinating thing, and in this talk that, that – Peggy Orenstein gives, she talks about the fact that in terms of sex education, what happens is mm. we're taught about boys' orgasms, we're taught about boys' ejaculations, we're taught about boys' erections, and we're taught that women have periods and unwanted pregnancies and all sorts of interesting discharge things. But no mention of female pleasure. That's right. It did not come out in school for me. It did not come out in any sex ed book that... My parents gave me so The topic of so pleasure was not there So you're taught anatomy and biology Yep. This is where the kind of basics are mm. And it's much more about 
internal genitals, like yes. here are your ovaries, here's your uterus, and then it gets kind of grayish and vague and blurry in between your legs. I think because maybe there's so much fear around HIV, STIs, getting pregnant, that a woman is just basically taught the one aspect, which is protect, be safe, men That's are out it. to get you, things are going to be bad. There's never a discussion of, oh, there is some other possibility like pleasure. And it came up um, quite well. I think I was watching an Oprah show mm-hmm. and uh, there was an issue about teenagers. So in, what do they call it? Middle school in the US, right? Yes. And there were these things called rainbow parties. Yes. So um, young boys and young girls would go into the bathrooms at break time and, you know, these girls would uh, perform oral sex on these boys. And Oprah's question was, okay, I'm not actually concerned about the right and wrongness of it happening and it being with, you know, young children or whatever. She says, why are the girls not asking for pleasure? And I remember being young. I think I must have been like about 14 or 15 and thinking, I have never thought about it that way, that I can actually ask for pleasure and that as a young teenager when you're just starting to learn about sex mm-hmm. that girls should be aware that it's something yeah. I can give as well as I have to also ask for it that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a huge thing that the focus is so much on male mm-hmm. pleasure and even in porn where women are the focus what is the focus of porn it's this ejaculation where the sperm is shooting all over everywhere mm-hmm. <clears throat> instead of saying wait a minute Why can't this guy actually just have this orgasm or ejaculation inside, which is kind of what it normally is, but the focus is just so warped. Mm. And, you know, so many women come and see me because they are not having pleasure, because they're not having orgasms, Mm. and because sex is painful, because they're not having internal Mm. orgasm. Mm. And I have to tell you, and I know she's going to listen to this later because this is... Her Friday night ritual, a particular <laughs> client, is listening to the show on okay. Friday evenings. Mm-hmm. She sat in my office yesterday and said for the first time in her life she had an internal vaginal orgasm. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> Yay. And it was awesome. So it's showing and she's not, how, how old is possible she? this is in her 30s. Oh, amazing. So however long she's been having mm-hmm. sex for since, let's say, 18, 19, mm-hmm. average age, more or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just such a Nothing's beautiful, wrong with you, baby. incredible Nothing's moment. Wrong with you. But it's showing what's possible and how we can get there. Mm. So, so many women come and see me because they're not having orgasms or sex is painful or they mm. want to have internal orgasms. But the first idea is you have to acknowledge and accept and own that you are this being of pleasure. Yeah. That all of the cultural socialization, the norms about it, is not about you having pleasure. It's fear-based. Exactly what you said. Not getting pregnant. Not getting STIs. And the fact that these guys are out to get you. And the simple thing is, as a woman, <laughs> we've got it so wrong because you have the power. One of my teachers had a wonderful saying, power of the pussy rules the world. If only women would get that. That's no, they it. get it. They, they can get it, but it's it's. But they suppressed. get it in a very yeah. warped way. In, in a, a very late way. stage yeah. as well. And they yeah. get it in a way then the of, of withholding <laughs> sex, of sexual yes. demands. Yes. Deprivation. Yes. Yes. So uh, if I withhold... <laughs> Your pleasure, then I become powerful. That's it. Versus me understanding what my pleasure is, and let's explore that together or not. 
And, and that's it's mine. So much of yeah. And, yeah. I, and it's for me. Yeah. And the fact that my pleasure is not compared to yours as a man, and what I experience is not dependent on. So you. I think we just need to unlearn a whole bunch of things. That's it. Oh, that's and a great word. Let's unlearn. Yeah, and then we can start learning yes. again. And that's the first part often of healing. And this is where we need to understand that body work is so important because our memories and our patterns are in our bodies. That's where the answer is. And from the time that you get told, don't touch your genitals, mm-hmm. your body shuts down yep. and contracts. Yeah. And from the time you're told it's dirty, it's nasty, yeah. your body shuts that's down. Because if you think about it, kids are organic Pleasure beings, right? Yes. Literally, they go from everything what they love to what they love more to more love, and then I'll cry because ooh, <laughs> I hurt myself, but I'll go back. Yeah, and it's mm. so natural. And then the first time you're having a bath, or some auntie catches you, you know, touching yourself, yourself. and mm-hmm. smacks your hand away, there is such trauma that happens yeah. psychologically that says, "What? I didn't know there's shame." And from then on, that and then it's yeah. how it's reinforced, right? And then when puberty hits, when Crazy things are going on inside us You know, do our moms sit down with us And say, this is what's happening This this is what's actually possible For you? Nope No, And it all sits In our bodies Yeah. So enormous tension inside mm. Your body, enormous contraction Which makes So much pleasure impossible You cannot experience it Because of the contraction because of the tightness, because of the tension. Mm. So it's physical tension, it's emotional tension, it's energy tension mm. that sits there. And people, women don't believe it, it sits there. It's yeah, actually it sits, sits in your yoni. Literally in your vagina, mm. in your yeah. yoni. It sits there. It's so painful and it can go away. Mm. Of course it can. With the right. With release. Yeah, and that's the thing. So one of the single biggest and most important factors is in having deeper pleasure and deeper levels of pleasure is. Relax, mm. breathe, mm. let go, be soft, surrender, mm. be open. That's where it all starts to happen. And you can see it a lot even with certain physical practices like yoga. You know, I see so many women when I go for mm. classes, they'll tell you how emotional they get when they're doing certain hip opening exercises mm. because it's working through all those energy systems, right? Yeah. So if you think about all the shame, the guilt, the trauma, uh, the criticism and judgment yeah. that's sitting in that yoni area, that is an energy center of creativity, not yeah. just sexual creativity, Absolutely. but what we kind of birth into the world. And then you watch them do these exercises and they get so emotional and they're crying and they have no clue why. And then they just pack it away and leave the class. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 wait. You need to figure out what that even means. Yeah, we need to name it. We need to mm. own it. We need to engage with it to acknowledge mm. the patterns, to let them go. Mm. And the sad thing is that so many people in the world of health will not engage sexually. Yeah. The yoga teachers won't. You know, this happened last year. When we wanted to teach in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. So I put out some stuff looking for a venue, a new venue. Mm-hmm. And somebody sent me some information on a wonderful looking new holistic health center. I love yeah. the word holistic. Let's see yes. how holistic this actually is. What is <laughs> so what happened? Holistic comes up to the middle of our thighs. It starts again at our belly. Uh, of course. And it goes mm. upwards. And it leaves this huge band out. So... I write a really lovely email to <laughs> the owner of the center <laughs> saying, this is what we want to come and do. And we were not doing any 
Let's anything sexual. Mm. Yeah. So there wasn't like a free workshops, an intercourse, active shame. And, it should have been nice. And <laughs> we don't host those types of workshops. Of course not. Those types. Yes. It's like saying them. Yes. But but that's what happened with us. And we became them. Yeah. So female sexuality became it. Yeah. The smart crew. Yeah. Because you should, you know, it's just hysterical when you think about the fact that you as a woman is being sold for marriage, basically. Mm. Still till today, if you're a good catch, you know, you yeah. should be just a little bit sensual, just a little bit, but a lot. You mm. need to be good. You need to be conservative. You need to be obedient. Mm. All well, those things. You know, there's a, I read a very interesting interview this week, a guy called Marty Klein, who's a therapist in New York. Was talking about relationships, mm. and he writes about how the media view sex and relationships mm. and things. And he was talking about monogamy, for example. Yes. And he said, you know, monogamy is a very recent Western construct. Absolutely. Yes. The yes. fact that it was based more from the Industrial Revolution, mm. and it was based more on ownership of and on this is my car, my wife, and it was more economically car based. and wife together. Yeah, but it was more economically based <laughs> than anything else. This is my children I'm going to inherit To them this amount But yeah, also So a I couple, need to know That yeah. these are mine A couple can pay tax easier Yeah It's every, it's, it's control and, it, and it's not anything To do with Actually who we really uh, are And that's why we're is, seeing This deconstruction Of the archetype of marriage And yeah. I, I see that With clients all the time You know Coming People considering Divorce Or I've already been divorced Or this relationship Is not working And it's because This paradigm Of what marriage used to be Which was survival based Like yeah. literally together We survive better Because of economics mainly Now this new paradigm Of a spiritual partnership Which I'm so excited about Because in it We are two whole And complete individuals Right And that translates Into every area of our life And we come together For spiritual growth Of which Sex and sexuality Needs to be integrated A major part of that Yeah And when we have that, then we have possibilities. Yes. And that's where we can start looking at different ways of having a relationship. Now, I need to tell you, I'm not sitting here and saying you need to go and have different experiences with mm. different people. Mm. You just simply need to be aware of what is inside of you and the choices that you're making mm. and where you're making them from. Are you making them from a heart place? Are you making them from mm. a space of expansion mm. and possibility, from a space of Love And trust or, of yourself Yes mm. Or are you making them From a place of fear yeah. You can do most of those Well the, the, To start walking the journey With yourself 100% You can ask the questions You can touch yourself You can be You can have philosophical discussions You can trace your own pleasure You can work with your own body You can even If you have huge <laughs> If you feel sinful When you're touching your vagina Then you should maybe <laughs> Touch your shoulder first You yeah, know If you think somewhere. your vagina Is not as wonderful As your shoulder Touch your face Touch mm. your Touch the rest of your body Till you own the whole body Why is your Yoni Your your pussy Is not As acceptable As, as any Any other part You know Your brain Your lips mm. What 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 is the difference? You it's, know, tomorrow I like what you're saying because I think the discussion can first start where we feel safe, which should be amongst our own kind, as in women, right? True. And I look at my own girlfriends, and I'm so grateful that my two soul sisters. It's yeah. like there's no holes barred, and I keep us accountable to this. I'm like, we are not gonna not talk about this, Absolutely. and I'm not talking about the airy fairy. Mm. Oh, it was nice. Oh, we had sex three times or whatever. Everything's fabulous. I'm talking about the real stuff. Can we use the right language? Speak about what's working and not working because there's 
so much judgment in ourselves than in our community, the womanhood, right? And no wonder then I can't talk to my partner about it. And I had a a discussion with a client this week who said she was talking to a good friend of hers about the fact that she might not want to be monogamous, that she might Mm. want to go and explore other things. Uh Uh-oh, no more friends. And this friend attacked her and called her commitment phobic. And (laughs) it was amazing. (laughs) So, But the interesting thing, and to come back to kind of where we're going with Mm. today's show is – that's the fabric, that's the context mm. that our pleasure happens in. Mm. So if that's the context, it's really interesting that a lot of women do not have anywhere near the fullness of pleasure that they are capable of. Oh, well, it makes logical <coughs> sense. Because if the, the context is yep. warped, the result can't be anything, anything beside. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I say to people that developing a philosophy mm. of love, of relationship, of sex, mm. of pleasure, of your body becomes so important yeah. because then you have a place to put things in yeah. that makes a very different kind of sense mm-hmm. and that's really huge and yeah, important it is. Yeah. so <clears throat> really interesting Janti can we start off by defining what pleasure is because <laughs> well, I think this word is super interesting well it's something that generally let's say it feels good yeah. and feels good means it feels emotionally good it yeah. feels heart good it feels energy good it mm-hmm. feels sensation good it feels sensual good it feels Body good mm. And to you Yes This is what's also important there's, there's no today Yes right now Because yeah. And this is a, a fascinating thing That a lot of guys And I think women who have sex as well mm. um, Don't get that If something feels good today It might not feel good tomorrow And because you mm. You had something that you really enjoyed For lunch today Does not mean you really want The same thing for lunch tomorrow Like I really love sushi yeah, sushi, I don't want it every day. Yeah. Sushi twice a week is fantastic. Then I want a steak. Then I want some ribs. Then I want salad. Then I want pasta. Then I want uh, and I want the spectrum. I'm starting to correlate between the curiosity that you touched mm. in the beginning of the yeah. show and pleasure. Mm. Pleasure yes. is I get a huge kick if it's fetish, if it's really gentle mm. and slow, if it's very sensual, if it's very sexual. I get a huge kick of being alive, conscious, and curious. So if you are with me and we are mm. literally experiencing something together, I'm aware of you, you're aware of me, and we are pushing our boundaries, not necessarily to crazy stuff, but to stay curious, stay mm. conscious, then then it can be so many different things, but we're already on the same place of mm. you're not expecting of me to do the same thing I did yesterday, and I'm not expected to do the same thing that you love so much and come do do that thing I love so much, yeah. but let's try new. Yeah, and we can do the things that we love, mm-hmm. and it goes back to that. We talk about this a lot because, you know, I love food, I love eating, <laughs> um, and... You love sex. I love sex. Exactly. So They're all linked. <laughs> they are all and linked. we talk about this a lot, the different kinds of sex, from junk food sex to fast food sex. To Just like how we eat. Comfort food sex yep. to gourmet sex. And I have to mm. tell you, I've had some insights in the past couple of days of actually what happens during sex, the depth, the layers. Mm. And I don't even have words for it yet, but when I do, it will come out. <laughs> um, at the moment, it's just this really deep understanding, mm. which is fascinating. Mm. So... In the context of that, let's look at some of the pleasure points. Mm. Janti, sorry, you, yes. you, you gave me something about relationships. Is that also for today? Yeah, because okay, it's, cool. it's that idea of monogamy. I'm going to tweet of, it of, now. Of, relation, of just looking at relationships from a different point of view. Yep. Mm. So it, I found it really interesting. Interesting stuff coming out today in the Twitter and sex mm. talk. Take a look. So it's beautiful. Really, really interesting. So the fact that for a woman to reach a, a peak of sexual experience mm. takes 
time. We don't have that. Well, we do. We don't want to put the time in because we want yep. this quick little 10, 15 minute orgasm. Instant gratification. And then I want to go back to watching Suits Netflix or Sons of Anarchy or whatever yep. the heck I'm yep. watching. Um, and that's what we do. But I'm going to tell you this and listen carefully because it's real truth that for a woman to get to a place of peak experience of mm-hmm. pleasure, you are talking a minimum of 45 50 minutes an hour minimum we lost the patient doctor we lost the, the patient, patient. <laughs> she's already all checked out of the minimum. room all the men she's are doing now. the list in her head about what needs to be but done but you want to get to have cervical orgasms to have these deep full Expanded body mind blowing orgasms. orgasms you need time you need time yeah. you, you need, need time to stimulate you need, you need to work not these like two minute quickies that yeah, Levinson no, I, gives his no we really were connected and that climax so it was so intense and I just I came like three times in like 15 minutes it was amazing and then you're like yeah that was so clitoral Vera Badansky <clears> who <throat> wrote the most amazing book on expanded orgasms calls that kind of orgasm a crotch sneeze <laughs> that's it's so true sad. that essentially it that's what sadder. it is and it's done <gasps> and that was cool thank you very much <laughs> Like you feel relieved afterwards, you, you know, you got it out. But that's it. It's release. release. And yeah. there's a very big difference. You told me this during the week that mm. you had start to differentiate between orgasm and climax. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, me, a, it's, it's a shift in understanding. Tell us what you right? said about that. Yeah. So when you think about um, orgasm, orgasm is this experience and it's this feeling that you get. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time it is the end goal when we're having any type of sexual experience. Sure. Right. And especially I think between males and females, this is where I've seen it most distinctly. Men will often say, um, I know that the pleasure you get from your orgasm is nothing compared to what I feel when I climax. So that that climax experience is actually the physiological stuff. Literally, it started the goal, it's done, yeah. right? Orgasm is about pleasure, and there is no stop to that pleasure. So it can. That's why women can experience so, so multiple. Orgasm levels. is it can be an actual state of, of being, being rather <laughs> than, rather than got excited there an event that happens and then it's done. Mm-hmm. And that can move through you, within you, mm-hmm. around you. That can be not only hours, but days, days yeah. that you feel it. That's true. And that's the power. Take it as an example. Let's say women that hasn't experienced or haven't experienced it yet. So sometimes when you have a really like one of those sex sessions that sometimes happens that you make the evening or you're in a vacation, right? And mm-hmm. then there's like longer sex and more significant. Carefree. Yeah, carefree. Mm. And then for hours you feel more that you want sensual. to sensual and you feel like you want to continue. And many times you don't have a partner to continue, but mm-hmm. even sometimes you get even compliance from your partner. Mm-hmm. This, this energy exists in us. We just suppress it or we shut it off or sometimes we don't even reach there because as it was, yeah. as you said, we sneeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tomorrow the, the sensuality continues, not just in physically what I do, but in how I dress and how I talk and That's my it, hair it and about how I eat. It becomes an expression of yep. the fullness of mm, who we yeah, are. I haven't thought of that, and actually. The interesting thing is that we put our sexuality and sex and genitals and pleasure in this in very confined little box yeah. that we take out in very specific circumstances. Mm. We use and we put it away mm. again instead of understanding that this is linked to everything that mm. we are. And, you know, these holistic things. Holistic things. Holistic things. Okay. If your genitals are not integrated into you and your sexuality is not integrated into you, then 
the word holistic has something lacking. It's Full missing. Stop. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So. 100%. I mean, that often happens to me. So as a life coach, I'll get clients who come in and they're never coming about sexual development. Right. And John T mentioned this. He's like, sexuality is the last like frontier mm. that we, we ever explore with things. But when someone's coming and they're saying, Oh, I'm unsatisfied in my job and I feel frustrated and things aren't working and I have no control over my emotions. I'm actually saying, well, hold on. What's going on everywhere? And mm. that includes your sexuality. And most of the time it's not touched. It's spoken about indirectly. A lot of the time you'll hear trauma that women are carrying, you know, that literally I'm 33 years old and I've never experienced pleasurable sexual intercourse. Mm. And I'm thinking that is absolute now, insanity. I want to tell you something that I realized this week mm. um, is that when you have an, an experience like that, and so many of us, because we carry dissatisfaction, mm. frustration, pain mm. in our genitals, every time you have sex, that's what you're activating. Mm. Yeah. And if you have a lot of anger inside of you Ooh. and it's becoming and it's expressed in your sexuality, mm. every time you have sex, that's what you're activating. Yep. If your partner has a lot of anger inside of them, every time you have sex, that's what you're activating. If you're frustrated, that's what you're activating. Mm. So you have an orgasm maybe, but what's happening underneath that? An orgasm is very often in terms of what we think it is. So let's use the word climax for that. Mm. It's a physiological response to stimulation. Mm. So your clit or your G-spot or something was stimulated enough for you to have a climax, mm. not an orgasm. Mm. And all that you're doing with that is you're activating that pattern of anger, of hurt, of frustration, mm. of mistrust. It of will never break without consciousness. No. And the more sex work. that you, and the more sex that you have, the more you're activating it. Ay yeah yeah, that's so actually if I'm radical. Bringing, if mm. I'm bringing anger to my sex, mm. if I'm bringing an angry man, a frustrated man, a hurt man to my sex, that's what you're getting from me because there's this alchemical transformation mm. of energy that happens. There's this con conversation mm. that's deep inside of us. Mm. So that's what you're getting from me mm. and that's what I'm getting from you. And that's what we're bringing to the rest of our relationship. That it's fucking mind-blowing it what you, happens. You have to do a lot of work. To and you have to be incredibly aware. Presence and awareness to me is everything when it comes to the topic of mm. sexuality, right? Because if I'm not present in my body while I'm undergoing whatever, pleasure, the journey to an orgasm, the journey to climax, I won't even have the awareness to tell you what's going on. Mm. But if you do, if you and especially it's a blessing to have a partner that's aware because you will know exactly what's potting between the two of you. Like in that space of vulnerability, right, in building towards that pleasure, all of your stuff comes out. There you can't hide. Oh, so if I'm afraid, if I'm scared, if there's something we haven't resolved, you and especially for a woman, and I think this is where it's so a beautiful thing to be a woman, we actually can't lie to ourselves because our orgasms and the level of pleasure that we're experiencing is all indicative about what's going on inside. So if I can't climax, if I can't find my own pleasure, that's because there's something blocking me. And that's the fascinating thing, especially about healing, that if you're mm. not having orgasms, you're not having internal orgasms, if sex is painful, it's a result of every other emotional pattern in your life. Yep. And clearing that mm. clears your sexuality. Clearing your sexuality helps clear Everything, Everything else. Mm. And 
if we go into any healing process and we do not include our sexuality, we're not getting anywhere near. It's a half done process. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm touching, you're touching you're on touching something. I'm touching myself. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm touching, I'm, I'm just looking and searching inside of me. It sounds a little bit like maybe, you know, inside of me, there's, there's a fear of limbo. Because now I'm going to learn about all the G spot and A spot, and I'm going to have better sex and more pleasurable. But I need to go deeper. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, I need. So, as a woman, I will need not to think that if I'm going to learn this amazing thing about my pleasure, I'm going to solve stuff. Not necessarily. No, no it means that you're going to have more pleasure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean. And along the journey, as you go deeper into pleasure, because the interesting thing is, a lot of the pleasure spots will only. Awaken and become aroused when you start clearing the emotional yeah. stuff. Yeah. So let's, that's a, a wonderful way into the G spot because we said we're going to talk about mm. some of the pleasure spots. Yes. So we better before yes. people get cross better. With us. Yes, you didn't tell so us. So the first thing <laughs> to understand about the G spot is a lot of women say, I don't have a G spot. Because I spend hours looking inside for this thing and my partner has spent hours looking for this little sucker and we can't find it. I haven't got one. You do. It's just full of all sorts of emotional baggage that says you don't have one. So anatomically, every single woman has, has a, a G-spot. G-spot. So okay. we have posted a video clip on how to find the G-spot, but I'm going to guide you through it. it. Okay. So the first thing to understand is really simple. Lots of foreplay, lots of kissing, lots of touching, lots of stroking, lots of lube before you even start looking for the G-spot. More you, is more. Because if you put a finger inside <laughs> and you start looking for this little sucker, you ain't going to find it. So lots of build up to that. Mm-hmm. Then the G-spot is a gland that has about 40 ducts. It secretes fluids concerned with three things. Mm-hmm. Your fertility, your entire hormone balance. So G-spot massage is one of the most important aspects mm-hmm. of continued health for a woman, as is prostate massage for a man. Unbelievable. And it's connected to the fluid that you can ejaculate, squirting in porn terms. In Tantra, we call that fluid Amrita, which Amrita. means nectar of the goddess. Why don't we and talk sp- in these terms more? <laughs> and I spoke with a woman this week in my office who said she was really amazed at the amount of fluid she was producing. and She was actually uncomfortable with it. Mm. So we had a whole discussion that that was more kind of the socialization. Yeah. And when I told her that it's called Amrita and what it means, she said, oh, that's beautiful. Do you see? It's the meaning we give things. Yes. So, so when we change the meaning, we'll become more comfortable with so it. So you start looking for the G-spot. It's on the upper wall of the yoni, the wall facing her belly. And ladies, you can do this on your own. Yes, you, you don't can. need a partner to do it. One, so two fingers. Lots of time playing, lots of lube. Then put a finger inside your yoni facing your or her belly upwards. Start looking at approximately one and a half to two centimeters inside. Pick a spot and very gently make like a come here movement, like I'm crooking my finger towards you. As soon as you feel like you need to wee, you know you're in the right place because the tube that goes from your bladder to the outside runs just across the top of that. And as you're stroking, you irritate that tube slightly. The sensation is that you need to wee. Now, that can get very intense, and if you're convinced you're going to wee, then stop and go to the bathroom. Otherwise, it's going to get messy. Otherwise, the deeper that you breathe and the more you relax, the quicker that sensation changes and it starts to become pleasurable. 
Then what you feel is the skin under your fingers changes texture. It becomes corrugated like corduroy and it will bulge down slightly. So what bulges down at the beginning of the arousal is about the size and shape of a white butter bean. You know the yeah, yeah, beans that you put in beans. soups and stews, that's more yeah, or less like, what you like feel. Like a little button. There we go. Now in some women and in a high state of arousal, that little butter bean will literally and I'm not exaggerating, become a golf ball. It takes time. It takes a lot of... And it's not going to happen to every yeah. woman, and, and it's it, not going to happen every time, and it has no impact on your pleasure how big that gets. Again. This is not bigger is better. Let's get out of that myth. <laughs> women are a bit better than that. Mm. A little yes. bit. Mm. Then, on either side of that little butter bean, you feel two channels that are on either side of your G-spot. Your G-spot actually goes the whole length of your yoni. It's not just that one little area. And as it goes deeper inside, it narrows to a point that ends just in front of your cervix, which can trigger something called a deep uterine orgasm or a cervical orgasm. That kind of orgasm can last for more than two or three minutes. So think about an explosive contractive clitoral orgasm lasts how long? Any idea? 10 seconds 10, 15, 20 yeah, seconds like max a wave Like a, something mm. So compare Happened Two minutes compared to 20 seconds Like mind-blowing the yeah. difference That becomes possible To have that kind of cervical orgasm You need a minimum of about 45 minutes of stimulation To Shanti, get there You're talking and I remember the tears that came down My eyes when you as a therapist helped me as a customer to go through a pleasure experience that um i wasn't i wasn't i don't i didn't think i can have and it was it was the feeling of i i don't deserve it i'm not mm-hmm. worth it this is too much i'm it's overwhelming yeah. all those feelings are normal so you're going to have these amazing feelings don't think something's wrong with you don't think it's too much don't think you are too much this is the biggest gift you can give yourself physiologically, emotionally, holistically, spiritually, etc. To your relationship with yourself and with it's others. Safe. Because it's the biggest it's, drug on the planet and it's completely it's free. free. <laughs> and it's safe and it's intimate because it's with yourself and it's the biggest form of self-love. Actually. So when Janti works with a lot of women and couples and men, mm. he enables that. But it's something you can go through yourself. It's sometimes yeah. just, just be, be prepared to be overwhelmed. Mm. It's okay. It's just energy. It just needs to move. And that's the thing. When it comes to to pleasure, we're often terrified of the intensity. We're terrified of the emotional intensity. We're even terrified, I think, of loving too deeply, of loving to the point of destruction of your heart. But let your heart be shattered again and again and again. And each time there's more space for love. Let's not diverge too much. The A spot. That's a mysterious one. Now, the A spot Mm. is very, it's deep inside your yoni. You need, again, a lot of stimulation before you get there. Because it can be a bit tender or sore sometimes. So at the top of your yoni is your cervix. Mm. Now, cervix is a little cone that sticks out into your yoni. And if you do a Google search on pictures of a cervix, Mm. you'll find lots of them. Yeah, it's a bit funny. The A spot is between your cervix and the wall of your yoni. On the upper part? On the upper part. Yeah. So the proper name for it is the anterior fornix erogenous zone. All right, don't swear. 
Mm-hmm. And underneath that, on the bottom, is called the posterior fornix erogenous mm-hmm. zone, the P spot. That whole area around the cervix is the most incredible area of stimulation. Mm-hmm. You only find it deep inside the yoni. Lots and lots of lubrication. And the interesting thing is when that's stimulated, it produces this really thick white fluid that's literally as thick as beaten cream. Wow. So when you see that, it's not that there's anything wrong, just the opposite. It's absolutely amazing. So that often, to wake that up, needs very gentle stimulation. And as it wakes up, the stimulation can be harder, can be faster, but you have to let your partner guide you in that. And that is truly incredible. That's where we start getting into the depths of pleasure. But it takes time. And very often, the first time these points are touched, they are sore, sore. or numb. sensitive. Yeah, yeah. sometimes even really painful. painful. Why? Because of the emotional stuff that sits there, because of the energy blockages that sits there. Mm -hmm. We put it in the deepest parts of ourselves because we think I'm Mm. never going there to look at it so I can store it there. I'll repress it as far away as deep down in the darkest place and what's more tucked away than that. That's it. Even when I'm, okay, okay, as as usual, me contemplating regarding my, how much, I'm an aware person, Jonty has opened the door, I always was inquisitive but still, I have an amazing partner. We don't do this deep pleasure searching. And, and that's, we do a lot of pleasure work, but not, we haven't got to those places because he doesn't know they exist and I didn't even inform him. Mm. We're like, okay, we're walking the journey. We're walking the path. But I don't, I don't even know how to start a conversation with him. Listen, there's an ace. Only after listening to John T's shows and when he listens mm. and when we go into the books, mm. you're like, Oh wow, there's, there's an A spot. Mm. Uh, there's a milky, cause he knows all about the ejaculation and it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's one of his favorite things. But what's happening if all, all of a sudden becomes very thick and creamy? Then he might even think, Oh my God, that's he might freak out. Yeah. yeah. So that's something which I'm again and again blown away by our mind that is trying to put us in a box. I'm shocked mm. with myself mm. every time. <laughs> shocked by myself. Shocked by myself. <laughs> You know, we're going to have to come back to some of these pleasure spots. I think so. Yeah, I think Which is really more. fantastic. I think so. I mm. think if you start with that, you're like, yeah. go ahead, girl. So go ahead. And I have to go tell ahead, you something. Girl. There is there's a resource that you can see this at. You can learn how to do a lot of this stuff. And mm. we've done something quite special. So on my website, eroslife.co.za, we are having a Valentine's Day special on our pleasure collection DVDs. So here's the thing. I was thinking about Valentine's Day because it's now starting to be everywhere. Yeah. You know? sure. It's the month of In love. It's the oh, month no, of everywhere. It's the month of commercial love. Exactly. Yes. Like and Christmas. so many people are going to go and spend. You're not going to spend. You're going to waste money mm-hmm. on these stupid presents. Spot on. Do something of value. Yeah, that, It's Do an something. investment. It's That's going it. to pay off. Chocolates you eat, you're yeah. done. So the first thing is that we're having a, a, a special on our pleasure collections. So on eroslife.co.za, you'll see them. You download them. They're an amazing price. You will learn so much about pleasure for each other. Second thing we're doing is on Tuesday night, I'm doing a talk on sexual exploration. And for Cliff Central listeners, I'm going to do something really special, two for one. So amazing. It talks 400 rand. Bring a friend, bring a partner, and you'll pay we're there, and that's we're really there awesome. like bears, like very sexy bears. <laughs> sexy. And bears. then 
Next next Saturday, the 10th of February, okay. we are doing one of the most special Valentine's things that you can do is an introduction to tantric massage, mm. practical workshop. I'm there. You need a partner. If you don't have one, let me know and fair chance we could find you because there are people who want to learn mm. who don't have a partner. There's no genital massage in it. It's an introduction. Yeah. Gentle, but you'll learn some amazing things. And if you want to give the most incredible Valentine's present, then... In the next couple of days, we will have the date for our first retreat in Mozambique. Yikes! That's amazing. As soon as Courtney decides to make things happen. So anybody listening you, who knows Courtney. Courtney, send her a message. This was say, a shout out. Hi, say, Courtney. Jonty wants a date. And we, <laughs> and we, want, and we want to go to Mozambique so, and swim with dolphins and yeah. learn how to yeah. do everything. So the most important thing about pleasure that we can do for now is relax. Breathe. That's some great advice. Remember that it's about pleasure. It's not about a performance. It's not about finding the G-spot in five minutes. It's not about the goal. It's not about the bucket list that she has to squirt. Mm. It's not about any of that. Breathe and relax. Do the healing that you need to do to help you do this. And understand, Mm. you're not just healing your sexuality. You're healing your heart and you're healing your life. Beautiful. And you're learning about pleasure for life. Mm. That's the thing. And one of the biggest problems in long-term relationship when it comes to sex is boredom. Yeah. Be curious. Learn. Explore. Grow. It keeps your relationship. And it keeps your relationship with life, your vital, juicy connection with life, Mm. alive. Mm. Not these beings. We were talking before the show about how Isolated, so many of us have become mm. because of this wonderful technology. Mm. And it's amazing because it allows us to sit here and it allows us to talk to people around the world, which is fantastic. But nothing will replace touch. That's it. Nothing will replace and connection. It was one of the things that got me fascinated in this journey. A whole lot of studies that were done about babies that don't get affection, adults mm. that don't get touched and hugged. Mm. And the impact is huge. It's much deeper than we're even aware of. We need that. Mm. All of us need it so desperately. And not even sexual touch, but sensual touch, loving touch. Mm. Beyond feeling and, safe. Yeah, and the importance of massage, of touch, of reflexology, of mm. all of these different body things. That mm. if It's not even about sex, it's that touch. You know, even just to ask people, you know, to put your hand on your heart or put your hand over your belly button like and just start to breathe and relax like Janti mm. said just start to notice like be curious about what's happening what you you'll be so shocked sometimes you'll feel you know there could be anger there there could mm. be a deep sadness and you don't know where it's coming from but if you learn to cultivate this form of self trust that mm. my emotions can't hurt me as intense as they might feel they're there to tell me something yep. like a messenger right and if i'm willing to listen there's something I can learn and grow in. And pleasure starts there. It starts at the first step by saying, I feel worthy enough and deserving enough for my own growth and exploration that I'm willing to become childlike again. Because think about it. Children are incredibly curious. Yeah, the about questions they, they ask. ask. They want to explore. They put things in their mouths. They smell them. They, they eat everything. They their skin. <laughs> you know, and yeah. as adults, we're so afraid of the judgment that comes yeah. from that. That and we stop one ourselves. One of the most beautiful things is the curiosity of a body. 
the different smells, the textures, the tastes, everything about it. And every time you expand something and you look at something differently or there's a different angle and something in you shifts, you see something different. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things about this way of massage that I've developed Mm -hmm. is the story about it that I tell is that in Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, mm-hmm. he talks about the fact that you need 10,000 hours to master a subject. Mm-hmm. I've done more than 10,000 hours of massage a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I am still discovering more, sometimes daily, mm-hmm. and especially in terms of pleasure massage, mm-hmm. in terms of touch, in terms of yoni massage. All of the time, there are new possibilities, mm-hmm. new perspectives, and that is just such an incredibly beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Start with saying, how can it, what else is possible? possible? Not, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't do that. That is a horrible saying. I don't don't go there. That's not for me. And even in sex, no, no, I don't, I don't don't do do that. that. Why? Why? Ask why. And there's a lot, you never have to do anything that you're not comfortable with, but look at why. Look at why. Where does that choice Mm. come from? Yep. And can I explore it? And that doesn't mean that you have to go from naught to 100%. Mm. You say, no, I don't do anal sex. Okay, doesn't mean you have to go from naught to, mm. to anal penetration. Mm-hmm. What about just a little bit of very gentle external anal touch and massage, and you stop and you see how you feel. How you feel. How does it feel? What is the emotions with this? <gasps> I'm really conflicted because that felt nice. Yes. Mm. I actually liked it. But mm-hmm. no, I can't but like that. And it's dirty. dirty. And, all sorts, and I know I can't. And so on. Talk about it. Learn about it. Give yourself permission to be a being of Pleasure. Pleasure. That's what it's about. Yummy. I've really enjoyed this this morning. We really enjoyed it. Wow. This was amazing. Thank you. Makes me want to go and have some uh, deep A spot uh, Some self time. This is mm, no A spot. You you want Okay, never mind. Let me not put words in tomorrow. You know what you want. Self time is true. No, I go with Simone. Self time, you will know yourself. You will become the queen of everything if you spend time. The queen of you, actually. John T, thank you. Thanks, John T. This was really special. It's really, really special. And I wish you all so much pleasure. This is CliffCentral.com.